we have Pennywise and it is Wes Junior this morning again and we're discussing financial habits for kids. Wes, good morning. How are you? Yeah, I'm great, Tony. How are you guys? Very well, very well. Thank you. Just wet and cold, but don't matter. It's, it's, it's winter. Oh, Wes, you there? Yes, I'm still here. Okay, yeah. you're still there. Cool. Wes, okay, so this morning, very interesting. We're talking about the financial habits for kids. And it, it's so necessary to start this habit while you're still young. So today's topic, we're going to look at how we can educate our kids into good financial habits. It can be difficult to know what the right age is to start these type of conversations and then how to go about it, you know. So to can so can you uh, offer us any advice on exactly how to handle it? Well, maybe the first thing to say it's a good thing we are not chameleons or for clear money keeps uh, <laughs> kids. Yeah. Um, but I, I read such an interesting article this week about how much the world is changing and how many of the jobs that our kids will have in the future are so far out of the realm of what exists today and what sure. we know as normal. So this article included this conversation that a, a teenage boy had with his parents asking them if they would invest in a new gaming computer for him. And he made this really mm-hmm. solid argument about how this investment would enable him to get superior strategic thinking skills. And he had a bunch of research about how much money gamers can earn. Yeah. And in fact, there is, there's a 28-year-old in America called Tyler Blevin. He earned $17 million last year in gaming. Yeah. And, and one must think that he must be this brilliant gamer, but his prize money was actually only $100,000, and the rest was endorsement deals and sponsorships because oh, he's goodness. got all his YouTube followers and TikTok. Absolutely. And, you know, and similarly, then there's a nine-year-old, Ryan Kaji, who's yes. $29.5 million dollars, by posting videos of him unboxing children's toys. And it is dangerous because every time my son sees that, he wants something. Yeah. <laughs> so the point I want to make with these stories is that in tomorrow's world, there are endless possibilities that are very different to what we know now. And we might feel inadequately prepared how to coach and how to parent our kids with money. But the earlier we can start, the better. And parenting kids with regards to money is not that different from any other type of parenting. So we can take some comfort in the fact that we don't need to be money professionals in order to teach our kids well. But having said all that, I think that a good age to start teaching kids basic principles is from about six years old. Mm. Sure. That's true. Okay, so assuming one has a six-year-old, what is some of the age-appropriate basics we should be teaching them? You know, kind of like uh, birds and the bees, but uh, (laughs) money-related. Yeah. So for me, I think a great starting point is the acronym PIG. Um, with the P standing for pocket money, <laughs> the R for invest, and the G for give. Ooh, and you can it. actually get many, many piggy banks for kids that have got three slots in them, one for a P, one for an R, and one for a G. And in essence, what we're teaching our kids is that they've got choices when it comes to money. It's not as simple as just some money, <laughs> don't spend it. And the three basic choices that we want to start teaching our kids early on is that there's a benefit to generosity and to delayed gratification. Mm. So as an example, if we give our kids 20 rand pocket money, we can teach them to put 5 rand into the give portion, 
five rand into the saved portion or ten rand into the spend portion. Mm. And then how beautiful is it that you practically sure. start teaching them generosity from an early age. Exactly, we are yes. always on our kids about sharing toys, especially with their siblings. So mm-hmm. why not do the same with the money? Uh, or even get them to buy a present or a toy or a sweet for their sibling with their saved up generosity money. And when they're then a bit older, that generosity money can go to a cause that they believe in and support. For example, the SPCA. Yeah. And similarly, putting money into an invest portion, it teaches them delayed gratification and it encourages them to save for a goal. So maybe it's a toy that they really want mm-hmm. that's going to require a significant savings. They can work towards that goal by realizing that they don't have to spend all their money now. And in fact, you can reward them for saving by matching their saving portion, similar to them earning interest and encouraging Mm. them to save. And they start to see that benefit. That's so cool. Yeah. We also want to teach kids to then live within their means. So when they receive 20 rand, they learn that it's wise to only spend a portion of it, maybe in this case 50%, while being generous and saving at the same time. Well, I must say, Wes, that we maybe should, adults should also take the pig um, method then on, you know, because <laughs> a lot of us don't even have that last, the generosity one. So I love this, uh, P-I-G, that's so cool. Um, so you can go, it's pocket money, then I for invest and... And G is for give or generosity. I love it. Uh, so that's really clever. Um, such basic principles. But really you are just teaching your kid that there are multiple choices they have when it comes to money. You know, you can put it either in the invest or give and pocket money. Okay, but what are some of the other benefits or about teaching your kids about money early on? So if you, there must be more benefits as well. Yeah, um, so another benefit is just the mathematical concept. So giving your kids an allowance where one time it's a 20 rand note and another time it can be four or five rand coins. And then they can learn the concept of smaller denominations and they can practice counting, subtraction, addition. And secondly, that delayed gratification thing is huge because if kids can learn to work towards a goal, they feel an ownership and an achievement when they get there. So they tend to look after their investment much better if they've saved for it themselves as opposed to if mom and dad just buy for them. They have a tangible concept of how difficult it was to earn that toy or how long it took them, and then they tend to treat it with much greater care. Mm-hmm. This is a, a nice reward mechanism to show them that they can earn money for tours and that they, that they do, and it's a useful concept to explain how mom and dad earn money to buy things like food and clothes, etc. That's so interesting. That's so cool. Mm. Okay, it also seems like parents can get quite creative with the concepts. Of course, you can juice it up with whatever works for your family. But for example, if you're wanting to teach your children about setting goals and hard work, you could also take them out shopping with you for a present for mom. Let them pick something they really like. But instead of buying it, sit them down and come up with a plan. How are we going to get this? How are we going to get enough money to do this by themselves? Um, I think that's quite interesting. What do you think? Yeah, exactly. Our children need to learn that having money is a privilege. It's not a right mm-hmm. that they have. Um, and so to approach that lesson in the wrong way, you can make them feel guilty for having that privilege. Mm. And a, a household that struggles to make ends meet 
you can potentially breed a child that is so constantly worried about money that they never reach a point where they have enough. Sure. And the sooner a child can learn that, while money is very important, having lots of it will never solve the most basic needs that we have as humans. So if we can start having real conversations about money with our children from a young age, we can take the stress out of financial planning for them. They they need to know the mistakes that you've made with money, and they need to be inspired by your success. And these harder lessons need to be balanced with the freedom to enjoy money when they have it without being completely irresponsible. So let them learn from mistakes in the safety of their own home before those mistakes can cause harm into their future. Wes, this is absolutely fantastic. I love this. So now we have it. The piggy bank is becoming the pig bank. The P-I-G. Teach your children from a young age. It's pocket money. I for invest and G for give for generosity. I just love that. That's so practical and it's so easy to just start that that um, method of just that way of, of living uh, from a young age. Wes, thanks a lot. If you want more practical advice around parenting our kids for a better financial future, or maybe you have queries and questions for Wes on your own financial future, you can just email Wes on wesley at multitrust.net or otherwise, very easy, go to Ray Alderberg's Facebook page and you'll find all the details on there. Wes, thanks a lot. We'll chat again next week. Thanks for having me, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Be safe.